Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Give me the contract that they're trading for for this upcoming year if they don't pick up the fifth-year option. Because I, I want to compare it to what I think Rudolph is going to get in free agency on an annual basis if there's a big difference between the two things. I've got it for you. If you so, need it. Nope. yeah, his his base is like 1.6. His signing bonus is 2.7. So what's the cap hit? Six. Yeah. Cap hit six. How different is that from what Rudolph's going to be? Probably about the same. Yeah, if the cap hit's the same as the number people think he's going to get, two and 12, you know, depending on how they... So if we're talking about a $6 million cap hit player, uh-huh. if the decision came down to Tomlin, he would take fields over Rudolph 100 times out of 100, I think. I would hope so. Fields is better. Okay, so we had that Dulac weird answer where he says they're committed to Kenny, but we know how much they love Fields. Well, it's not It's not weird. It's Art Rooney likes Kenny. Mike Tomlin loves Fields. That's what it is. So here is more from Dulac. So after that, I think Eisen's like, oh, wait, you just left the door open for Fields to come here. Then Dulac went ahead and decided to pour more cold water on that. I just believe that whatever it is that the, or that the Steelers believed in Kenny Pickett two years ago is unchanged. I don't see them taking that on. If anything, I see them bringing back, well, I know they want to bring back Mason Rudolph, and he is not averse to coming back. He's also not averse to maybe exploring free agency, which is why if the Steelers want him back, they better move swiftly. You know, what they saw with Mason Rudolph was a guy who can win games for him. But I just don't think they're ready to give up on Kenny Pickett. But that's why this year is a big year for him. You know, they'll give these guys, quarterbacks especially, three years. And if they don't believe he's that guy after three years, then they'll kind of move All on right. from him. So I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by, um, by saying that I think Jerry, I respect him. I think he's done a really good job. You don't last this long on on the biggest beat in town unless you build up sources and credentials and people trust you and it allows for you to report things and they give you information and all of that. So I'm just going to get that out of the way. That answer that he just gave there, how how do you say that but then also write that there's internal division on what the Steelers want to do with 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 Kenny, and then when Eisen followed up with him on that, when he said, "Well, it's about the players," well, then he said, "It's also about the front office." Some answers he says they're committed to Pickett, they're locked in and guaranteed to giving him a third year, and then other times he says, "Well, there are people in the organization, high-ranking people, that believe that Rudolph is better." Well, which one is it? When he says they are <laughs> they are committed to giving him a third year. The they he is referencing is Art Rooney. When he says there are high-ranking people in the organization who are not committed to Kenny Pickett, who are divided about who the best option would be for them, he is talking about people other than Art Rooney. 
That just seems very clear to me, is that Jerry, in this interview, tried to put Art's perspective out there while also intermingling the perspectives of other people who are not Art. Okay, I also so am that, most annoyed. How does that make you on. feel, then? Because... I'm, I'm, what pisses me off, Pony? But but if because it, they won't because in that answer it's they feel, they still believe the things that they believed in him two years ago now and you think that that's they clueless. there is art that yes and that's clueless but but you're making it sound like it's really only one person who has blinders on well it's because, because if I think art is the mo- the most committed to Kenny of anybody in that organization because of the history with Marino so I this do. is that if if you're reading between the lines here like this is actually then. It, it it's 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 a complicated thing because it sounds like you hear these answers and you think the actual football people in the Steelers organization are not sold on Pickett, but they're handcuffed or they can't do anything about it because the owner is committed to giving Pickett another. I, I year. don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. So their at all. assessment of him as a player might not actually be that far. When I say they, I'm talking about Mike. I'm talking about Omar. I'm talking about scouts. I'm talking about coaches. Yes, the front office. I don't think it's that far off from mine. They're lukewarm on him, but the owner is somebody that wants to give I think the owner's bound and determined to try to see it through for three full seasons and a new offensive coordinator. I don't even think Mike necessarily feels like the new offensive coordinator thing is a viable excuse that you've got to give him or something that he deserves or has earned well i think if you left mike to his own devices he would try to get fields yes which is a commentary on what he thinks of pickett he wouldn't try to get fields if he thought pickett was legit he wouldn't try to get fields if he thought pickett had admitted he had admitted yes kenny had a a bad year or a frustrating second year he didn't take the steps we wanted but had like a resolute bound and determined sort of mindset I i think you're right i think you're right in saying that when he says they it's just code for for rooney because when he says th- their opinion hasn't changed on him from two years ago, uh, they benched him for Rudolph. They benched Kenny for Rudolph at the end of the year. The coaches did. And I think Dulex also reported that the coaches were considering benching Pickett after the, after the Browns game. game. Yep, and they fired Canada instead. In fact, Dulac did report that. He said a quarterback change, and I'm paraphrasing here, was at least considered after the Browns game. Come on, there's no... That's why I, you could hear me audibly sigh. I kept my mic on for a reason. That wasn't a mulsy mistake. When when Jerry got to the part of they still feel the same way as they did two years ago, the audible sigh was, I know that's got to be Art he's talking about, and I am just pulling my hair out that Art could look at everything, take full stock of it, and still feel that way. I don't think Mike is that dumb. I don't think Omar's that dumb, and I don't think Andy's that dumb. I think they all know what they watched this past year, and it was not what they wanted to see and probably expected to see, hoped to see, whatever. I think he says they, he means Art. I think he says anything that isn't so complimentary of Pickett and leaves the door open, he is talking about a pretty sizable collective in that front office. Donnie, do you agree with that, that that Mike Tomlin and others might want to make a move for a quarterback, a big-name one, but it's pretty much blocked by the owner? I think there's definitely some second-guessing going on about what their current situation is, yeah. And I I don't think it's – I mean, it it is known that Mike Tomlin does like Justin Fields, and I think there are others in that – front office and others on the coaching staff that would probably he, prefer that over the current office. Here's why I think Chris's reasoning is also right. When Dulac says things like, I know they want to bring Mason Rudolph back, I think he's talking about Art. Correct. I think Art's got a soft spot for Rudolph. He pretty much always has. I think he feels like the guy hasn't gotten a fair shake here, and he wants to bring the guy back. 
I don't think that Mike Tomlin feels that way. I think Tomlin feels like he had to do what needed to be done to just salvage the season, so he went with Rudolph. But I think if left to his druthers, he wouldn't want Rudolph back because he knows what we know, that even if you do bring him back and you and you have a you feel pretty good about the guy as either a backup or borderline starter, you're creating friction and division on your team right off the bat. He's the one you're that deals fracturing with, your team. He's the one that has to manage a locker room where he's already heard one receiver say, I hope he wins the job. I think if Mike was left to his own devices, had his druthers and could pull off the deal, I'd probably extend this to Omar and Andy too. I think that their preferred quarterback room next year would be Fields QB1, Pickett QB2, random day three quarterback QB3. Perhaps the ever fast rising but very short Spencer Rattler. I think that's what they would want. And I think there is one guy who is far more Kenny Pickett's biggest fan in that front office than anyone else. Good thing for Kenny Pickett. It's the guy whose name is on all of the paychecks. Well, that makes me think now in retrospect that Art had a big hand in the in the drafting of Pickett. He absolutely did. He won, There's no doubt. There was never a doubt in my mind that he did. I do think Mike liked him more than all the other quarterbacks. I think they effectively smokescreen that. He goes and gets chicken wings with Willis and all this other stuff. I think they all liked him more than the rest of them. I think Art was a major force behind the scenes. What does that also dovetail with? Every time we talk to Mike Florio, and I think other people say this, Art puts off the appearance of a kind of hands-off, I don't talk very often owner, but Mike and others have told us he is very involved in big decisions, really every decision that they make. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. On the topic of Justin Fields, he is bracing for a split with the Bears. He unfollowed them on Instagram. Uh-oh. Yeah. Man, that's got to be tough. You have a low uh, follower number on, or fo- following number on Instagram. Like the number of accounts I follow? Yeah. Uh, where's the old Malsey phone here? Oh, here we go. I'll happily Do you follow it. over 1,000? No, there's no way. 500? Uh, Instagram following 567. Donnie, how about you? 
Counts you oh, follow. I, I follow like 2,000 people. Dude, that's too much, man. So are you just inundated with pictures galore then? Is that how that works? Pretty much. I mean, I I check Instagram like like one time for every like 50 times I probably look at Twitter. I mean, plus I'm I'm I have Twitter pulled up. I think Instagram is causing too, me brain damage. Happens. What is? But I think I, Instagram is causing me brain damage basically. Like it's tur- not like actual brain damage, but it's just turning me dumber. Yeah, like there there are times where I don't even open it all day until like I'm at home. And Alex loves TikTok, which is just horrifying. Well, now there's all these commercials out there trying to tell you that TikTok's good. Well, you know there's like two versions of TikTok. The one that apparently, I've heard this is actually true, the one that is in China, where it is like a very science and like Mm math-oriented social media tool. And then whatever we get here, which is just the bottom of the barrel. But I've heard people say that the Chinese are using TikTok to try to like infest our brains. I mean, do we really need the help here in this country? Getting, they're trying getting to, dumber. They're trying to get us to side with China on things. Yeah. That's why I think there's this ad campaign that we saw even during the Super Bowl where it's like, hey, TikTok, it's fun. You should get on it. It's educational. I've n- I can honestly say, not that I open it very often, I've never seen one thing about the country of China on TikTok. If I didn't know that Look that's it up, where it man. originated. People think that TikTok's bad because of China. It's out there. It's a take. Oh, good. Uh, the Steelers have officially cut Chooks Okorafor. Bye, Chooks. NFL.com today ran an article uh, projecting the biggest name cuts in the league still to come, and they did put Allen Robinson on there, and they also put Patrick Peterson. Now, we heard Peterson last week say he, without going into detail, made it seem like he has an agreement with the Steelers. Hey, you're on the team now, but we can't promise you a spot. Mm-hmm. It depends on what happens in free agency. It depends on what would happen in the draft. Donnie, look up when you get a chance how much money they'd save if they released both of those guys against the cap, Peterson and Allen Robinson. Uh, no Cam Hayward on that list, who, by the way, just had surgery for something. I saw he posted a picture. He said he's sick of playing football on one leg, so I'm guessing it was some kind of... Could it have just been like the groin surgery getting cleaned up some more? And that gets a second leg going again. Have you ever Bad tried groin. to like run or move with a pulled groin? Not easy. Yeah. Not easy. It's basically not Impossible. possible. That's like the worst injury there is. So he is not a cut candidate according to the NFL's website. I would agree with that. So Peterson looks like his cap hits what, nine point seven? Yep. Yep. Robinson. Where's he oh, at here? Like eleven. Scrolled all the way down on me. He's like eleven. Yeah. Eleven point nine. Okay, so what does it say if they cut those guys, Chris? Do you know what they'd save? Uh, they would save. I want to say on Robinson like eight or nine million. I'm looking it up right now. Chaluch. I think it's close to ten for Robinson. <sighs> Robin, Damn. Robinson is due. Ele- no, it's exactly ten. I d- we did this last week. Okay, eleven point nine one seven versus one point nine one seven, and then Patrick Peterson uh, is a savings. So you'd have saved ten million. You would save if you cut him loose. Over almost $7 million on him. So $17 million between the two of them. So my, so my guess with Robinson is the reason why he wasn't cut with the other guys, I think they like him. I think they look at him like he was a, he's a willing blocker. He doesn't complain about having a very small role in the offense. I bet they're trying to get him to take a straight pay cut. Hey, we're going to completely rip up this last year of the contract. Pay you will something you, different. Will you play football for us for like two or three million dollars? I mean, it's a game of chicken that's probably worth playing because they probably would say, "Would you play for essentially what your dead cap number is this year? Yeah, just under two million or two million flat. 
the game of chicken's pretty good one to play with him because I don't think there's demand. Well, I think yeah, the what rest other of the team has, looks at him as shot. What other team is out there saying after his last two years? Oh, Patrick or uh, Patrick Peter. Allen Robinson's got something left. And I think with Peterson, it's more complicated because he's so accomplished and he's going into the Hall of Fame and he's already made so much money. I think with a pay cut with him, it's like the Ben Roethlisberger pay cut thing. He There's a chance he just walks and says, cut me, I'll go take my chances somewhere else. Or you make him an offer and he says yes to it. So you gotta you got to really pick. Uh, actually, I don't think Peterson would take a pay cut. I think he'd say, "Release me, and I'll see what's out there in free agency. And if I don't like what I'll find out, I'll retire. I'll retire. Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know exactly how much he would find out there. So, but I think his preference is to play football. He said as much. What do you? How would you grade his season, real quick? Like, if you were signing a letter, C. Grade, yeah, that's about where I am on him. Like, I think it. You know what? I think if he gets he were to get released and then picked up somewhere else, I think it's mostly at that point on reputation and name. Yep. Which, hey. He wasn't so god-awful this year. Well, you know it would tick I me off. Hold on. Try that. I just had a thought enter my brain while you were talking. He would go somewhere with a coordinator who's only the defensive coordinator and doesn't split his time between every other role. They would come up with a new role that he would embrace, and he would be a way better-looking player than he was here this year. And it would just – it would chap me to no end. Uh, you know what I've seen today, which has irked me, which has bothered me? This was all over social has media. Has it ground your gears? When I got up this morning. And – I hope if this guy played for the Steelers, I would say, people, let's friggin' calm down about him, please. The Matthew Slater lionization today and the way that he's been canonized, he was a special teams gunner and tackler. He Bill didn't Belichick called him kicks. the best core special teamer in history. Okay, great. That's like saying you're the world's tallest you-know-what. Most overrated player in league history. Slater? Yeah. Thank you. Belichick loves him, and that's the only reason everyone else. Does. I mean, that that that'd be like if if well, Miles Miles about... Harmon Killebrew played here for fifteen years, uh, and we said this guy should be in the Hall of Fame. Who, who cares about? People don't care about Belichick's opinion anymore, Chris. He can't get a damn job. He's been he's been kicked out of how the many, league. How many people do you think would somehow have gotten hoodwinked into saying Matthew Slater is an even better player than his dad, who's in the Hall of Fame? Well, I think a lot of football fans probably didn't even know that his dad was in the Hall of Fame. Well, they'd they say Ma- prisoners of the moment. They'd say Matthew Slater, three more Pro Bowls than his dad and two All-Pro nods. His dad didn't have any. I, I get it. Every town's parochial, and if we like a player, we'll exaggerate his effect or impact on a game. But, I mean, it was just so, – and it wasn't Who's just – Who's the Pittsburgh version of him in any of the three major pro sports? Who's the Pittsburgh version of Matthew Slater that we Ooh. we absolutely went gaga over in this town? And they weren't really that good. Donnie's going to say Lynn Swan. No, no. I mean, you know, I don't no, like but Swan. I think, but I think Chris on. is talking about someone who's, you're saying just their accomplishments are grossly exaggerated, yes. right? Like, the guy, or the guy is just, the amount of love he gets from the fan base is way out of whack with how, how good he actually was and how much he actually contributed to winners. Man, that's a good question. I'm not even going to say the first name that popped into my head because as soon as I it popped into my head, I said, no, that guy was objectively very good and finished in the top Who? 15 of the M- – I don't even want to say it. Guy was a top 15 MVP vote getter. He was a scrapper and a hustler type guy, though. And so that's why – like, he had a couple of great seasons uh, for a team here. I have now stumped myself. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody. I'm tempted to say, like, because people here, especially when it comes to football, we're certified ball knowers, you know? 
like an interior lineman or something like that. But most people here rightly understand that like a Chris Kamoyatu is one of the worst starting offensive linemen in a Super Bowl ever. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of the interior linemen that they've had that have been under good have been have gotten warranted. Like praise. Aaron Smith gets praised deservedly. Brett Kiesel praised deservedly. How about um, Dan Kreider? Dude, I think he's even more of a legit football player, like a guy who should be praised for being a good lead blocker than Matthew Slater. I know, but you're talking about like people exaggerating the importance of something. How about lead yeah. blocking fullback? Yeah, you see that one time he just clobbered Ray Lewis. Met him right at the top the of the sl- mountain. The Slater thing today was just, I thought, embarrassing by everybody because he's a really good guy. He's a stand-up guy. Sure. I think I even saw somebody he's out of Boston citizen. say they were in that locker room outside of Brady. He was the most respected Patriot over the last 20 years. Fine, but that doesn't make him like an all-time great football player. He played in 239 games. Guess <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm I baffled th- by it. I don't think any... I don't think any long snappers or special teams guys like that should be in the Hall of Fame. How many career catches do you think Matthew Slater has? He's Four. a wide receiver. One. One. Actually, here here is one it. catch, two carries, one no touchdowns. He has a forty-six yes, yard catch. So you you bringing up special teamers? I mean, we did pray. I mean, I've always praised Greg Warren, but he never got the praise that somebody like Matthew Slater. No, got. not even I mean, close. But. It's it's comparable, I, I think, at least for for Steeler fans. But like, yeah, like, like we we see Slater announce his retirement, we get the oh send off to a legend or some nonsense from like Schefter. The dude was a freaking gunner on special teams. I mean, it's not all that different to me than like the great pinch hitter in baseball history, John Vanderwall, Gary Varsho, Matt Stairs. Somebody Matt Stairs like that. was an action, but he's a better baseball player than Slater was a football player because there were a couple years where Matt Stairs was a regular and he'd okay. Yeah. Or just dude that came in to get lefties out. Ricardo Rincon. He brought Brian Giles to town. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, it is time for a little What Would Pony and Muller Do? We've got some good ones lined up here. Submitted by you. Let's start with... This one from House of Berg 412. Your life is on the line and your two options are these to save you. You have to beat Steph Curry in a three-point contest or successfully complete a 10-yard pass against an NFL defense. Which one do you pick? I thought about this one for a while. It's one of my favorite hypotheticals here that we've ever received. I know everyone wants me to say what everyone wants me to say. Mr. Nine Straight Threes has to shoot it out against Steph. And on its face, that would seem to be the better strategy. No one's trying to kill you during that. But I'm not exaggerating here. I think if you had a best of 100 shooting competition with Steph Curry and you're both just in an empty gym shooting uncovered, you would legitimately have to make somewhere in the range of 92 to 96 three-pointers, if not more. I'm dead serious to beat him. I think he would miss about five out of 100. So... I can take a shotgun snap. Old George Pickens might be out there, and I can just heave one in his direction. 
I'm picking the football one only because there are other people involved who can at least try to help me. Donald? Wait, read read the question again for me. Life on the line, your two options to save you is beat Steph Curry in a three-point contest or successfully complete a 10-yard pass against an NFL defense. I'll even take it one step further, Malsey. I'll say that I'm playing with the San Francisco 49ers and I dump a screen pass off to Christian sure. McCaffrey and he takes it 10 yards. See, I, he didn't say 10 air that's yards. A that's a loophole. I think if that's you could why also I wanted do you to read it again. One of those pop passes where you get the shotgun sure. snap and you just okay, let's say it's pass a, it forward like fine. not even a yard. Let's say it's you a got to get the timing right and the snap. Let's say it's a real actual 10-yard pass. You got to go 10 air yards and throw it past the I sticks. I still think I'm picking that over Steph. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, Definitely. because you're not hitting 93s. Do you agree with me, Pony, that you'd have to hit probably in the mid-90s out of 100 if he's uncovered? Well, so what's the normal three-point contest? It's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 shots? Yeah. But he's also that's actually pres- some pressure at least. And he's going around quickly. This is Steph is just getting passes from a rebounder. Yeah, and stepping a, into them in rhythm. Yeah, you're losing. He's he's making, people think this is crazy. He's making 90 plus easily. All right, next one comes from a guy on Twitter called Rooneyberg. Hello, Rooneyberg. During the birth of my son, my wife's nurse was my ex-girlfriend from college and was the first woman to hold my son. There's no way. My wife knew, and she wasn't nearly as weirded out as I was. Is that weird? Uh... <laughs> Wait, that the wife wasn't as weirded out as yes. he was? Is that the weird part? No, I think it means your wife is the adult here. How how serious was this college girlfriend? Were you guys, like, making marriage plans? Ex-girlfriend in college is all that it says here, Malsey. I think you got to get over it and just... It, it, did she do a good job as the nurse? Sounds like well, it. She I, didn't drop, you know, well, she didn't slip and fall. Obviously, they were serious enough where it weirded him out. But it didn't weird his wife out at all. And she knew. I think he's... Maybe his own remembrance of how great of a boyfriend he was back in college is uh, outstripped by reality I get it, here. But if that happened to you, your college girlfriend was the first person well, I to grab Lennox yes. from your wife's private parts. You're yes. telling me that wouldn't be weird to you? Because it would be to me. If I count college girlfriend to me and the girl I dated my senior year and into my first year in the real world, it would again be weird only because it would sound like Fran Drescher from The Nanny. But if she had, Oh, it's a little boy! But if she had gone into nursing, that would not have creeped you out? I think I would have asked for a different nurse. Uh, I, I can tell There's you There's ample much. nurses available. So my little sister was born in 1994, and my mom's uh, labor and delivery nurse was the mother of one of my classmates. Is that weird? My classmate, Beth. Yep. Her mom was one of my mom's nurses. I think my mom was reassured and at eat. Not that my it's not my mom's first rodeo. It was the third of three kids, but I think she liked having somebody she knew in there, like an advocate for her. So a student she taught saw her naked yeah. parts, presumably. No, a student a student's mother. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's no, no, no. It was yeah. my a I friend of mine okay. named Beth. Her mom was one of my mom's. Now, if it was Beth, later in life, that would have been weird, right? I don't know. Like, no, if she say like. Beth, hypothetically, went to become an OBGYN and was one of the best in the world at what she did, and she caught something that could have made my mom very sick. I would be thankful that she was good at her job. All right, this one was submitted to us. This actually happened today. (laughs) Guys on a plane. Oh, boy. 30 minutes after they departed, a man on the plane tries to aggressively open the airplane door four rows back. What do you do? I think you're with... I think you're within your rights to try to beat that guy unconscious. Donnie? 
Yeah, I mean, you got you, you can't just let that oh, happen because if, if if the dude is successful, you're all dead. you're all done. Okay, so I know we're all within our right, but do you actually think if you're on that plane, you get up and you're like if one I of the realize, aggressors? If I realized that what that this guy was clearly trying to do that, there was no ambiguity about what was happening. Yeah. I'd be there gouging eyes, fish hooking like it's an illegal MMA move. I'd be punching him in the nuts as hard as I could. <laughs> What would be your go-to first move? The punch to the nuts? I to think get him to stop? I think so. I think I'd punch or kick him in the nuts as hard as I could, and then then you're gouging. Then you're you're trying to slam his head off the ground. I mean, I'm if I have to nearly kill the guy to get him to stop, I think I would try to do that. I think I'm like biting his fingers. Oh, the bite! Can you imagine me just doing like a Stone Cold Steve Austin low, like a like an uppercut low blow to the guy, and I save the plane? So here's what ended up happening. This guy and five other people wrestled the guy to the ground, duct taped his legs together, and put flexi cuffs on him. Smart. How much duct tape? I, w- I would probably put, I'd unroll a whole roll on the guy. So that guy's going to get charged with something. That's a federal, cr- that's a federal yep. offense. He's going also, to jail for a long time. Don't you think time. that's a lifetime ban? From planes? I think it should be. I think it, I actually think it is. Guy finally gets out of jail 25 years from now, and he's riding a bus or a train I somewhere. Think, I think that's a one, I think that's a one-time thing. Yeah, you forfeited your privileges to fly ever again. Even if you give a, like the most heartfelt Mia culpa 10 years later, I still don't. Buddy, think you, you tried to open the airplane door. Yeah, I, I believe intern Dom has a submission for this. Well, hold on, me. Pony. Would you actually be in there like one of those people wrestling him to the ground? I, I would. Yeah, I'd like to think I'd be a man of action there. I think so too. Now I'd, I. Yeah, I think I would. You have, you have to. to. Like if I'm on that flight, I don't with think my, I'm saying you know what. I'm just gonna kick back and keep watching this show. I'll let you. Like I can imagine being on a flight with like my kids. I'd be going crazy. I'd be trying German suplexes, Donnie. I'd be doing all manner of stuff. I'd be giving a macho man elbows, like drop dropping bows. I don't care what it would take. Anyway, yes, intern Dom has one, Donnie. You want to read it? Do you have intern Dom's submission to this, or do you need me to get it? You know what? I'll yeah, get it. Mo, I, I, didn't I, have know it. I had to have that prepared. Dom. I thought you. T- I thought you literally tweeted it for no, this. No, he tweeted it, but he doesn't have. He doesn't have yeah, it called up right now. Yeah, that was five hours. That's ago. all right. Yeah, he tweets a lot of other stuff. Intern Dom, six hours ago, just got in the mail the dreaded steak or fish question for my cousin's wedding down in Florida in May. I have no clue what to choose. My opinion: make enough of each, and then let people choose on the actual day. It should be a game time decision. <laughs> Dom, you are an absolute psychopath. Well, it's never a game time decision for me because I just always go with steak in that in that situation. It's pretty cut and dried, black and white. It's one of the worst takes I've ever read. Dom's twenty years old. He, we love the guy. He's hilarious. He's a complete lunatic. His takes are often horrible, but to very comedic effect. He has no concept of the cost associated with something like that. Say you have a two hundred person wedding, bigger wedding on the bigger side of things. And every single does he think like that? There's 25 to 30 chefs with like a, in a kitchen the size of this building. I get that. Part how does of he it. think this is happening right. here? We know that that's a stupid part, but how about just the decision where he's up in the air on the steak versus fish part of it? Unless you that love, should be pretty obvious. Unless you love fish, it's probably fil- beef tenderloin like filet mignon or like a I don't know tilapia or salmon or whatever. Go with the steak. Unless yeah, I mean, you really we, love fish. We, we the just dreaded thought, steak or fish question. As <laughs> it's if, not dreaded at all. As it's if what, people since the beginning of time have dreaded that horrible question in the mail. It's one of the steak easiest decisions you'll ever make. It was you either, check that box for steak and you send it right in. It was either that option or chicken or fish. Like, you're getting one of the two. I mean, we, we just got one of those in the mail. See, I, I quickly chi- said filet mignon. That, that's easy. I think chicken or fish is a tougher call, but I'd still go with chicken nine times out of ten. 
That'll get you assaulted in some bridal parties, says one respondent. I I mean I I also I also found out which is good for for my future plans that a, a buffet is apparently cheaper than the plated meal. It is. It is. And it's a crowd please. And, and that's some already that's some already penne. something that's right down both mine and Sarah's path. Penne and meatballs. You give me some salad that looks pretty good like it, you know, put together well. You get I told you this. One food item if it's possible to do this that each of you really likes that you guys in particular love and then a dessert, uh, you know, cookie table. You guys are in. I've never we, been to a buffet-style wedding in I've, my entire life. I've been to life. several. They're fine. My They're perfectly fine. My sister and brother-in-law had a barbecue buffet. Oh, dude, I would. It go, was awesome. I would go hog wild. It was awesome. <laughs> we we also had another question uh, accompanied to our meal question. It was we are taking song requests for our DJ. So what song would you guys put on there? I'll tell you what I put after you guys go. Showdown by ELO. Big Earn. You're talking. Is this for like first dances or just songs in general? You, you I think would- I think just songs like you want to hear throughout the night. Uh, Seeger, old time rock and roll. Final answer. All Star by Smash Mouth. I went with Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. And Pony had never heard Mamma Mia by ABBA. No, I had to show him that song, but that, that would bring the house down. What if you just said, what if the DJ, after your pick, said, you know, we had a request in the crowd, we're going to slow things down a little bit, and you heard, like a rock. <laughs> it's actually by Bob the way, Seeger. <laughs> rest in peace, our guy that was the DJ... At NA games. At NA high school basketball games yeah, passed away. Yeah, James Turner. Man, RIP James. Guy was playing Bob Seeger at high school basketball Do- games. Donnie told me, too, that James was also a fan of the show, so when we would talk about that, there's a decent chance he actually heard it. RIP to him. That yeah, sucks, man. That's really a bummer. Does. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.